All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. got your radios turned up if you don't know that song that is run dmc the classic that's for all the ogs out there merry clipsmas to everybody listening to the episode we're covering everything christmas day related this is episode 57 we talk about boston celtics and the 76ers we also get into golden state warriors and the los angeles lakers lebron's out Draymond Green couldn't hit water if he fell off a boat, literally. James Harden is killing the whole NBA right now. His last seven games have been ridiculous. It's episode 57, people. Drew, turn up the fucking music and let it kick, bro. Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up, give it up. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? You are now tuned in to the revolution called the follow through with Clips and Drew, the True Players Podcast. Drew, it is December twenty sixth. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Clipsmas. You're not saying it right, Drew. Oh, am I not? You're not. It's Merry Clipsmas. I got to update my vocabulary. They just switched it up. You didn't hear that? I didn't know that. Merry Clipsmas from me. Merry Christmas from Drew. Yeah. 
Uh, it's December 26th. I am feeling... I've never been so fat in my life, Drew. Uh, you and me both, bro. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something, bro. I was driving home today, mm. coming back to back to the beach, down by <laughs> the beach. Uh, I went over a speed bump. I dropped my sister off at the airport. I went over a speed bump, and, and, and I felt my whole body shift. <laughs> okay? You know, you know how you feel like everything in your body get that extra that extra movement, homie. I felt everything in slow motion <laughs> from my chest, from my titties, yes, to my to my my belly, dude. No, I can hear that. I, I, felt, I can hear that. I felt everything, bro. <laughs> uh, how was your Christmas? Everything? Good? I no, I had a great Christmas. I um, shout out to Texas. I was in Dallas, Dallas. For, for a little bit. Drew is the the world traveler. We I know. I this. travel. I I I try, I try to cover some ground. I, I'm racking up those American Airlines miles. You got like you got like thirty right now. I got uh, yeah. Do you have shit? I better have more than thirty. But the way that they're stingy with those, uh, you know, maybe it is thirty. Uh, but no, I had a good time. I was out in Dallas. I got to see uh, my girlfriend's nephew. Uh, I got to meet what up, Casey? The MVP Howie. Shout outs to the baby. Howie, baby Howie, baby Howie. Is his name Howard? No, his name is Howie. Just the full name's Howie. H A H O W I E. Howie. Okay. Howie is okay. is how we doing. Shout out to, shout out to baby Howie. And he's great. Uh, Dallas is cool. Um, Never been a big fan of Texas, bro. Ever. Me neither. But but the people are cool, mm-hmm. and I can tell you this right now: if you are in Dallas, hit up the Pecan Lodge. That's that barbecue right there. Okay. That's the Texas barbecue. Okay. The brisket is is literally about as best. It's probably the best brisket I've ever had in my life. How many briskets have you had, though, bro? Well, Think I'm a barbecue it. savant. I, you don't know about this? Oh, bro. Come on, dude. You're talking to a dude that lived in Memphis. Like, I don't know barbecue. Well, yeah. no. So, But there's a difference there. Okay. There, there is, there this, is this, a difference. This, so, because I'm, I'm more along the lines of a Carolina barbecue. Okay. I like, I like a little bit of sweetness in my mm-hmm. sauce. I like some thickness to it. Mm-hmm. Um and and they do more like the vinegar sauce there. They do like a, a vinegar. Uh, it's light. It's a lighter sauce. Okay. So I was a little underwhelmed. I had the pulled pork and I had the brisket. Pulled poke. The 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 yeah. The pork was delicious. Okay. It was it was really nicely cooked. But I love the Carolina pulled pork more so, more so than the than the Texas pulled pork. You haven't had barbecue until you've gone to the South, people. If That's what have, I'm if, saying. Right. And and people are dip, like they say Kansas City's Kansas City bar- again. Barbecue. So yeah, the, so when it comes to Dallas, they mm. they're more along the lines of the Kansas City okay. where it's the rubs, the dry rubs mm. and you let that flavor of the meat cook through that and that's really what the the brisket was all about and that was top notch. You were so, feeling that. So Pecan Lodge. Okay, Pecan Lodge. In what deep up? in deep Elm. Deep Ellum? Texas. The people in Texas, I swear to God right now. I've known I, a Deep Ellen. I didn't know a Deep Ellum. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey now. We can, we can go that route. I'm just kidding. No, Deep Ellum, Texas. Out. Shouts out to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Everybody out there, I, I really enjoyed my time. Got home just in time for the uh, the honey-baked ham. Oh, my favorite. The honey-baked ham mm. at, at the Miller household. Mm. My mom got uh, a large ham, which is appropriate. It's, it's appropriate. Because we ate almost all of that. Oh my lord! I I, I will be returning for the uh, for the sandwiches for the pea soup. Oh, the pea soup. She makes the she takes the ham bone mm-hmm. and the remnants, mm-hmm. and she makes the pea soup out of that split split pea soup. Mm. Uh, I will be returning for that. I had a homie named we two. used to call ham bone. Oh, I was gonna. I thought that you said. I thought hood. you were about to say you had a homie named Pea Soup. Nah, nah <laughs> you don't want to know him, bro. You want to meet Hambone, not Pea Soup. Yeah, no, I had a great Christmas, man. How was your Christmas? Uh, it was beautiful, man. If you've ever spent Christmas, 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 Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you ever spent Christmas with uh, an Italian family, you have to understand that 
uh, you eat nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah. that follows me and knows me, like I try to stay on a nice diet. Not during the holidays. Not dur- I literally forego everything. Yeah, you a- can't. It's not worth it. Anything in my way yes. is it's all game. It, and it's also like it's not worth a New Year's resolution mm-hmm. if you don't indulge in the week leading up. Look, bro, YOLO, okay? That's right. You only live once. That's right. All right? If if you're going to have the holidays, eat, bro. And if you're from an Italian family, we eat. Um, I want to spend a spend. I want to send a special shout out to my best friend Maurice Atkins. His mom is from the old country. Um, she has her mother who is from literally from the old country. Right, right. Lasagna, dude. She made the best lasagna I've ever had in my life. That make me jealous, right? I, now. I'm talking about it on the podcast because it was that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, uh, the Clips family had a wonderful time. Good. We had our usual dinner at Fleming's on Christmas Eve. Nice. We had a wonderful day of exchanging gifts. I got to see my sister. We got to spend four days together. And you know what, dude? The whole point of of the holidays is as you get older, you understand that the whole point is being with your family and your friends right. and realizing that uh, it's just a blessing to have another one with your family. Absolutely. Um, I also got a 60 inch screen that we're looking at. right. Oh no, now. we're very much indulging in this. We, Drew and I set it up tonight. Um, it's going to be on my wall shortly, but it fits nowhere in my house. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to the Clipper game. We play the Sacramento Kings tonight. Yeah, It's like in an hour. I cannot wait to watch the game. Um, but we wanted to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. We saw that, uh, you know, on our last episode that we brought up, uh, we wanted people to send us DMs and uh, tag us in their stories of them listening to our podcast. Right. And we had so many, bro, I couldn't even fucking keep up. I How love wild it. How was that? I love that. Our boy Jumpman in Norway, he had his son. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Damien, I think was his name, was listening to his pops get a shout out on our show. And it literally made our week. Uh, we also had our other homie uh, at Fight on Clipper. It's been my guy for a while. He's a big time Clipper fan. Said that he literally spent four days listening to every one of our podcasts. I love that. Man, that's wild. Hey, dude. Shout out to you, brother. Shout out to you. And you're getting my last bag of Christmas crack. What? Yeah, he's getting the last one, Drew. You can't get it, bro. Oh my! I'm sorry, you're getting the. Uh, he's getting the last bag of Christmas crack. Yeah. Um, Good for him. That's a that's a kind of a big honor. It's a big honor, dude. I got none left. You yeah. got I got one left in the fridge, bro. Right. And you're getting it. Right. So it's a follow through with Clips and Drew. Yeah. Uh, our last episode before the start of 2019, which we are going to fucking own. Yeah. Happy like, New Year to everybody. Happy out there. New Year. And uh, a lot of shit happened this week. Okay. We had. Well, our, first of all, I mean, what? Christmas Day. Well, we're going to talk about the Christmas Day. Yeah. I mean, Christmas Day, Day is a big, that's a big, I mean, big NBA day. You know, Christmas you know, aside, we, 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 get a, we get a full slate of games on it's, Christmas. It's, it's so different than Thanksgiving. Like to all the football fans. Thanksgiving like, is all football. Yeah, Christmas is owned by the NBA, sir. My my family has a tradition, dude. Yeah, where what's like that? we do our Christmas and then my mom and sister go to the movies. My pops goes out and sees his friends. I sit in front of the fucking TV and smart. I watch every single You're game. You're a smart man. Okay. I like that. So the first game of the day. Before we get into this. Oh, okay. Before we get into this. Yes. It's 57. We have to choose it. Oh, shit. We have to choose the number. You jumped ahead. Yo, it's episode 57, we, Drew. Who you got? We, we recently brought up the football thing here. Yeah. I, I want to shout out my entire fantasy football team. Oh, I forgot about that. Because this. your boy over here. Two-time Two-time champion. champion. That's two in a row. Oh, my God. It's a back-to-back. Uh, Has that happened before in fantasy sports? I, I really, I don't think, I think maybe, I, might, I might be the first one ever. That That's one back-to-back. But what I do know is I'm the only one in this league that has won a championship. We started this league two years ago. I am two times a champion. I do want to just give a brief shout-out to Patrick Mahomes. Okay. The quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs because, God damn it, I love you, man. 
as much as I could when did possibly. You pick him? I so you know this is the best part about this uh, about this fantasy football mm. thing here is I um I actually picked him up on the waivers. So oh, really? for, for those that know, I didn't draft him. And and you know I certain teams you know like I I feel like a lot of people out there that play fantasy football they didn't know what to make of Patrick Mahomes yet. Right. It was his first real time on the stage. I picked him up after week 1 just on a flyer just to go, "Hey, you know, the worst case scenario, I had Roethlisberger as my quarterback. Mahomes out here doing things literally won me the championship." So the hat is off. I take the hat off to him. I did it. I literally just removed my hat. Patrick Mahomes, you will forever be in my heart. Drew is a two-time fantasy football champion. He also had informed me that when he heard that he had won mm-hmm. the fantasy championship, mm-hmm. you shotgunned an IPA, which is not- I did. So th- I was in Dallas. Uh, you know, and you don't do that, Drew. I was. I so it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go into this briefly. I was at a Dallas Stars hockey game. Shout out to the Dallas Stars hockey. Yeah, man. Oh, they're, they're, the, the Mavericks weren't in town. Uh, it was at the American Airlines Arena where the Mavericks play, right. where they hang their only banner that they have won. 2008. Nope. 2009. Nope. 2007. It was against, it was against LeBron. <laughs> 2010. <laughs> it was 2011. I don't, 2011. 2011. Time means it was, nothing it was against people. LeBron. 2008 was the Celtics, right? Uh, 2008 Celtics, 9 Lakers, 10 Lakers, Thank 11 you. was the Dallas right. Mavericks. And the, uh, in the, in the series that we all thought LeBron and, and D Wade and Bosch yes. would take over. And then JJ Beret and Dirk Nowitzki, uh, won it for the, they for did. the, for the state of Texas. Mm. But I was in that arena. It's a really nice arena. Needless to say, I was paying more attention to my fantasy football. Yeah. Score than yes. I was actually paying attention to the Dallas Stars game. They did end up losing the Stars, so apparently I'm bad luck and I won't show up again. Just for okay. all those Stars fans Nobody out there, go back anyway. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it was it was a cool experience, but uh, in regards to the IPA, when we arrived back to the Airbnb, mm-hmm. I needed to celebrate somehow. We we did not have champagne on deck, which I was a little disappointed. Ooh, don't in. Don't ever shotgun champagne. I'm not going to shotgun, but I wanted to spray it around like yeah. I got you know like a oh, damn okay. champion. Okay. Uh, so I look in the fridge, and lo and behold, we have some Trader Joe's Blood Orange mm. IPA, and I said, you know what? This calls for a shotgun. The championship calls for a shotgun. I shotgunned it. It was one of the worst experiences that I had <laughs> over the Christmas holiday. That, it was ice cold in, at, at midnight in Dallas, but I did. I handled it like a champion. And, uh, As it, you do. It, it went down smooth for the most part. It did not. It did not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, a shout out to Patrick Mahomes and, and the rest of my squad. Drew, two-time champion. So Moving forward. 57. This is episode 57. Yes. Give me. There is one player only one one player that wore the number in the history of the nba shut the fuck up really and you know what's funny is he was a warrior mm-hmm. in 2014 this man this man played in the nba for uh i would i want to say eight eight years or something like that and he's a name that you will recognize As a we're not gonna play well that's a good that's a good guess basmore no <laughs> basmore is basmore. how you say his name and that's not no you're, you're really just not you're not gonna guess this man's name because his his career was pretty short and he bounced around a lot it was hilton armstrong oh hilton hilton armstrong yukon played for orlando too though right he played for every team to name a team i'm pretty sure he played for him in the eight years hilton armstrong 2014 Mm -hmm. warriors okay which is pretty recent actually that is it's pretty crazy but i did again go back into the history of the nba Mm -hmm. the 57th draft as we did in episode 56 i had to look at who was picked overall in the 57th spot. Mm-hmm. Now, there's two names on here that you absolutely will know, mm-hmm. and I would love for you to guess. One is Ooh. currently on your Clipper roster right 
now drafted 57th overall in the 2005 draft by the Phoenix Suns. See if you can guess that. Avery Bradley. No, that's that's pretty good, but no. 2005. 2005 Phoenix Suns drafted him 57th overall. 2005 Phoenix Suns select him 57th overall. He's a 13-year NBA vet. Do I get a hint? He's on the Clippers. That was the oh, hint. Damn, that, that narrows it down to 13 players, 14 yeah, players. Now, now I'm shook. Think now. about this. Let's go chronologically in your head. You know it's not any of the new – uh, not, it's not, not any of the, of the younger Marcy. Bucks. It's not Tobias. It's not Gallo. It's not Gallo. It's not Pat Bev. I'll give you that much. It's not Pat Bev. No. Um, I'm going deeper in the bench. I mean he's, – He's actually kind of prominent on your team. I like a 2005, 13-year NBA. I'm going to give you five more seconds. I, I I can't, bro. You got me shook right now. Marcin Gortat. I said it. I I, I mumbled Mar- Gortat. I said I don't think you did. I did. Oh, you, you said probably not Gortat. Yeah, I did. It's I absolutely. Did. I didn't know he'd been in that. It's league. Marcin Gortat, Damn. 2005, okay. Phoenix Suns. And then there's another one, 1999. Mm-hmm. This man is very famous. Okay. He's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Okay. He was drafted by the Spurs. Ginobili. Manu 100%. Ginobili. He oh, was well, drafted man. 57th overall okay. by the in the 1999 draft by the Spurs. The, the San Antonio Spurs. Wow. How cool is that? That's really fucking cool. I didn't, yeah. I wasn't expecting that, but there it is. So, Well, it's definitely not going to be the Hilton Armstrong episode. Yeah, sorry, Hilton. Sorry, uh, buddy. Go ahead and get those Hilton uh, Hilton points. <laughs> uh, it's definitely the Ginobili episode. Yeah. Have we, have we had a Ginobili episode yet? We have not. Yet? not I don't it, believe that we it's have. you. Manu Ginobili, the greatest... Uh, the greatest... Argentinian. Fantasy- yeah, well, definitely. Uh, but the greatest fantasy team name that I played against was Manu's Bald Spot. I'll never, for- <laughs> never forget that. So the 57th pick in the 1999 draft. Manu Ginobili. It's yours, bro. Viva Argentina. That's two Argentines in a row. In a row. In a row. That we chose. And that just that just happens. It happens. I don't, we don't even know how that happens. So, okay, moving forward. Yeah, finally, we can Sorry, get to the Christmas guys, Day. That, that is our intro. Christmas Day games. Christmas Day games. Uh, I'm really excited. I got the whole couch to myself. I'm watching the games. Yeah. I literally watched uh, 12 minutes of the first game, the Bucks and the Knicks. And I was well, that like, one was on pretty early. I mean, that was that, that was, was 9 the, the nine and nine o'clock game, and it was not uh, Over very it. not very entertaining. Over it. Giannis had a great performance. It was the first time Milwaukee had played on Christmas in like 25 years or something like okay. that. Giannis handled the business. He had 30 points and 14 boards. Um, honestly, I actually the more that I think about it, it, it may have been the first time since Kareem was on the Bucks that they played on, on Christmas. Christmas Day. Kareem and Oscar Robertson they won the championship there in Kareem's rookie year. That you know that it just wasn't it was a, a boring. It was not game, a great game. Dude. Wasn't a great game. That was that. But sometimes that happens. I want to say something to the NBA though. Okay. They should have made the Lakers Golden State game the two o'clock game. That's the prime game. You think so? Yeah, bro. Because most most Americans are eating at five, right, on Christmas night. Right, most but people. but think about what that is at five o'clock East Coast time. That's two o'clock our time, and that was the prime time game that you're talking about. Was the Sixers. Celtics game. That was a, that was a good which game. Which was probably the best game of the day. No, 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 no. You don't no. think it was the best no, game of no, the day? No, 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 no. Everybody wanted to see LeBron against the Warriors. I wasn't saying it was the most watched game of the day. That was the best game was of the, the best day, yes. ga- That's what turned out to be the best game. Yes. They went to overtime, mm-hmm. and B dropped crazy points. He Kyrie Irving firing. had 40 points. Mm-hmm. Like That was a really good game. So as far as like competitiveness and... 
uh, getting close. I mean, the, the, the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Houston Rockets game was pretty good. But and we'll talk about that. But I think the uh, the the backstory to Philly Boston, yeah, is you know we all know it's well documented that Embiid and Tatum worked out all summer together, and they threw shade at each other. The you know yeah on social media, which was friendly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that was cool. Embiid came out firing. He came out with the whole bag. Yeah. And unless you watch him, you really have to watch Joel Embiid. This dude is so good. He's really good. He's got every single move. He's got like sometimes I see uh, Kevin McHale in him. You mm. know what I mean? And then I see a little Dirk in him. Not necessarily like, you know, uh, the fluidness and whatnot. But he likes to pull the three and he'll pull the three. He will pull it. Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And he's so much bigger and stronger than everybody. And he then, is. <clears throat> even like the Players Tribune uh, interviewed uh, Joel and he was saying, he's like, yo, seven years ago. I was in Cameroon and yeah. I'm shooting brick shots yelling Kobe. Right. And then seven years later, I'm playing against Kobe. Right. If that ain't the fucking American dream, bro, I don't know what is. Do you know who discovered Joel Embiid? Jo- Joel Embiid? Yeah. Do you I've know? heard about this story. Uh, it was during NBA's reach out to Africa. It was like they had the some kind of you know uh, who it was NBA World something like. Was it a king? Luke M- Mabute. Oh, it was Luke? Is the one that said the Yo, prince? Yes, Luke. Clipper right now said, dude, you guys need to check out this guy. Good. Um, well, they, thank you, Luke, because, they, I mean, for the entire city of Philadelphia thanks you, I would imagine. Because, uh, I mean, goddamn, we're talking about, you know, Mikhail, all these guys. To me, he's 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 a very much, especially in the low post with his footwork, I like mm-hmm. Mikhail, but Elijah really, I mean, with his power. Mikhail had more moves than anybody. Mikhail had post. the most moves right. I've ever seen. Right. I'm not going to deny that. Okay. But when it comes to, like, just the sheer power aspect – uh, and being able to dunk on dudes that that really d- rings rings Elijahwan to me, and I maybe they've worked think, together. You think Elijahwan's more power than finesse? I no, think- no, no. I I wasn't saying that, but he's more powerful than than Kevin McHale. Definitely, that's what I was getting okay. at. Elijahwan would turn and dunk on somebody, no problem. I can't remember, I can't remember Kevin McHale dunking on anybody. He would lay the ball up. He would have the finger rolls, right. the hooks, all of that good stuff. Right. But he's not he's not turning, posting up, drop stepping and ham hammering something no, down on somebody. No, no. That's that's mostly what I'm getting at. Embiid had thirty four points and sixteen rebounds. What a uh, game. he played forty minutes, which is fantastic. This is all this is what we wanted to see when we talked about Embiid over the last couple of years, is like how how long can he play? How many years can he do this? Uh he has been healthy, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. All those Philly fans go ahead and knock on something. Uh he's he's doing it. He's out here doing the damn thing. And if he's not you know, an all-star uh, and even in consideration for first-team All-NBA, then I'm not watching the same game that everybody else is Agreed. watching. Agreed. You so. want to know something funny in that game too, though? What's up? Ben Simmons took the longest shot oh, of his career. I saw that. 22 feet. And he made it. And he made it. He made it. It didn't look like it was too fluid. It didn't look like he meant to hit it. I think it was the, the shot clock at, at it zero. It was coming down. Yeah. Uh, but he hit it, and that was – think about this, guys. Ben Simmons, rookie of the year last year. His longest shot was 22 feet. Longest made shot. Made shot. This guy gets buckets all day by the rim. They all day have, long. All day long. Uh, they have a really fucking good team, bro, from top to bottom. Yeah, in that game, uh, you know, Jimmy Butler had 24 points as well. Uh, Simmons went for 11 points and 14 rebounds and 8 assists. Yeah. JJ had 17. He pitched him with 17, but mostly – uh, the the scoring was done as the aforementioned Embiid and and um, and Jimmy Butler. So 
the Celtics got it done in overtime. They did. And and because of Kyrie's 40, uh, Tatum did have a nice game, 23 points for him. Markeith, I got it. Is it Marcus? Or, it's Marcus. Sorry. He's going as senior now. Well, he's got a son. Yes. He's so got now a son. they're not putting Morris on the back of his jersey. They got this more senior. senior okay, now. good. I can I can get behind that. To help. Thank I, God. I, I'm with, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, so it's Marcus is on the, is on this uh, Marcus. Yes. And and I, I'll tell you what, man. As far as consistency goes, this has to be one of his best years of his career, if not the best year of his career. He dropped 23 points, and he's he doing. He knows a, his role though, Drew. And he's doing a lot for them right, right now. He's doing right. a lot. Horford has been back and forth with injuries. He, yeah, Horford, what the fuck is Hayward doing? Bro? So this is what I wanted That's to get to. Al Horford only dropped four points, had nine rebounds, six assists. Nice game, but he played 30 minutes. Hayward had five. Five points. Five points for the third highest paid player in the NBA. You know, he only took six shots. So uh, on, it's dude. clear that he's just not he's not there yet, right? And and I, I don't want to be critical of Hayward we yet. We have to be, Drew. You no, know, I, I, not, not necessarily. Not necessarily. I mean, he played, he played twenty eight minutes. It's right? a lot of so minutes. He needs to be scoring more than that. He needs to be taking more shots. He only had like one assist, so it's not like he was out here diamond. But when it comes down to it, you can, I think, you can understand that it takes some time. It's the mental part of this. You say recovery because of why? Because you were just critical of him. No, but I've been injured. I've been sure. I've been major injury. Also that. I understand. Also that aspect. I thought that's what you were bringing up. All I, of that. I get it. Because you, when 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 that happens, you can see it. You can see when he plays. He does not want to go to the basket. He's not trying to drive hard, put his head down, and go to the basket and and rise up and like try and dunk to? it. Exactly. He used mm-hmm. to dunk on dudes. Mm-hmm. The year that he got uh, that he got that free agency they deal got paid. The the last year in, in in on on Utah, he had like five or six dunks on people, whether it was an alley oop or him driving the lane, where he was jumping higher than them and throwing it down on top of them, and that hasn't been happening. And and I, I what what I'm trying to say is I don't want to be critical of that because it is it's it's clearly more mental than physical at this point, and it's going to take him some time. It's going to take him some time. The issue is he's the third highest pay, player in the NBA. He he has to fit in in this squad, and they need him to step up, or or you know something's gonna have to change. Well, a week ago, Kyrie was talking about how they they got to blow it like shit needs to change, right? Yeah, that was like yeah. You win on Christmas Day and you have a really good game, forty points. Kyrie's been playing his ass off. Kyrie is a fucking amazing dude. Yeah. Kyrie is uh in in uh, you know I, I I think my ears to the street. I think I I think we pay attention to the culture. Like Kyrie is is the culture right now which is kind of crazy every kid's wearing Kyrie's I think Kyrie knows it you know what I mean he's very well spoken he's a hell of a player he's a great player and like it's obvious dude like this guy is if I don't want to say the future because he is the now you know he's now he's now um it's the fact that like we got to bring all these they have a great rotation dude they have a they have 11 they should have a better rotation like they should I mean when you look at their squad they're still I think they're in the four seed right now it's like they're they're doing okay. They're doing okay, but they should be where Toronto is. But right we've now. said this. I, I agree. But yeah. we've said this on a few podcasts before. Like, yo, if Hayward's only giving you two points at the half, let's switch this shit up. Time to switch it up. Yeah, let's get Jalen in here. Let's get bring whoever the fuck else is going right. to come in here. Right. If well, so the be- other side of that is Jalen Brown is not doing so hot this no, year. No, true. Jalen Brown is underperforming this year. True. When you look at Tatum, Tatum had a little bit of the sophomore slump. Right, people got a lot of look at him, just like just like Donovan Mitchell. People, yep. people have a full year of watching you play that they can look back at and say, "Okay, look, this is what he likes to do," mm-hmm. and then they're going to prep for you now. Mm-hmm. When you when you when you're on the scene as a rookie, you can get away with a lot of this shit because none of these teams had seen you before. But now it's a lot tougher, 
and you look at what Tatum has done. He had a nice 23-point game. That's nice. 10 rebounds as well is pretty and, nice. And, and, but Jalen Brown, I think, has to be on the trading block. When you look at when what Boston needs to do, what they, do they need to do? They don't have an out and out shooting guard, right? So we look at Bradley Beal. You know Ooh. the Wizards. The Wizards Ooh. have said for a long time. Well, maybe not. I mean, it's been a month now that they've said everybody's on the trading block. Ooh. They did get Trevor Ariza, but and they also lost Kelly Oubre. So like, if you could somehow, I, I know that Boston's uh, you know golden egg is Anthony Davis. They've been talking about Anthony Davis in Boston. And it could happen, Drew. That They've been talking happen. about Anthony Davis in Boston for like over a year now. Okay. So if they can package something to make that happen, then great. Uh, like whether that's, you know, you give Horford and Jalen Brown and a couple picks or whatever it is, fantastic. No problem. You make that happen. But that just doesn't seem likely. It doesn't seem like Anthony's actually going to leave. You know, Gentry came out and said they're just not going to trade Anthony Davis, which why would you? Why would you trade Anthony Davis unless, of course, you know for a fact he's not going to resign? So when it comes to that, I think maybe a second option is Bradley Beal. You bring Bradley Beal and you have Kyrie Irving and you have Jason Tatum and you have Al Horford and Marcus Morris. That's a pretty nice fucking roster right there. And that's something that everyone would be scared of. Because like I said, when you look at their two guard right now, it's Hayward or Tatum or Brown or whoever you want to say is their two guard, but they don't have an out and out two guard. Now, whether or not Washington would would trade uh, Beal to someone like Boston that's so close to them in their yeah, same but they conference. gave up Ubre for an they gave a young Ubre up for an older Ariza. This is what I'm Maybe getting. Maybe they're at. just I, I I think what you're saying and I haven't even heard that yet. Yeah, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. yet. you give me Beal on fucking and Boston? I'll give you Tatum. Yeah, and oh, well, maybe not Tatum. No, I'm sorry, not Tatum. I'll give you Brown. Not Tatum, not Tatum of course. Yes. I I misspoke. I give you Brown, mm-hmm. and I'll give you you know some other thing like whether whether that's uh, a Tice, a big man, because Dwight's out. Uh, or if they want Baines, I'll give you Baines for Beal. Like, you know, I'll, I'll throw something in there, right. a pick, whatever it is. That would be huge. You Because Brad Beal on that team is fucking cash do, money. Okay, I'm with you on that. And yeah. I think that would make them, again, like, you know, they're they're already a contender. Right. Do you think they need to do that, though? Do you yes. Think you, right now, you do? I do. 30 be, games in? 32 based, games in? Based on where they are with their team, and, it, and, and when you look at how they had to beat Philly on this day, right? Embiid was going off. Jimmy went off, but they had to go to overtime at home to beat this Philly team. But they did it. They did it. And but Kyrie it, had to have 40. They had to have 40. Right. And Hayward had five. Horford had four. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, Brown, I think, had like eight points. Like these, these are the things that they need to address. It's either it's one of two things, right? They're either going to hunker down and say, look, uh, we're gonna we're, we rely we believe in Jalen Brown. We believe in Gordon. How old is Jalen hey, Brown? He's twenty one, right? Jalen Jalen Brown, uh, 22? I twenty two. I think right. it, okay. maybe this year. Young so buck. he's he's still young, right? And he has a lot of promise. I mean, when you look at what he did last year in in the absence of Gordon Hayward, you're like, okay, this guy's good to go. Like we're good. This year he's taking a step back. Um, so yeah, but that could be that rotation, dude. Because he played it's absolutely a lot more, part of that, right? It's absolutely a part of that. You played way more minutes last year, and tell me he wouldn't love to start for the fucking Washington Wizards and play thirty minutes a game. I he would. You I know agree. what I'm saying? I think it, I just it's, it's something to take a look at. I don't know if Washington would allow for that. I don't know if they would pull the trigger on that. This because is the, this is the this is the thing that these teams that have so many good players from one to twelve. Yeah, this is the problem you're going to face. It was easy for them last year, Stevens. Brad Stevens, it was easy for them to work a rotation when Kyrie's out and Gordon Hayward's out. These guys can get the burn that they want. Right. And they have the confidence that they need. Right. Like, yo, bro, we need you to score. 
And you know as a basketball player, and I know as a basketball player, and you can ask any NBA player or college player, you need to get burned to get a rhythm. You need like, to know your role. Right. Well, I, and, I, their, and their roles are undefined I, still. Yeah, but when you're a scorer too, you yes. have to have, you gotta have some oper- rhythm. Right. Play's got to be run for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if those aren't happening and you're only getting nine minutes at a time or seven minutes at a time to make shit happen, you're only getting three shots off. Like, I don't know, dude. And Kyrie dominates the ball. He does. You know what I mean? Uh, he's clearly the best player on the team, so he, they, they they all should be happy with him doing whatever he wants to I do. I think we're there. I think we're definitely looking at a Boston Philly in the playoffs. It's going to be a fucking barn burner. And then Toronto is uh, is really and they and, fight, and Milwaukee and they. I mean those four teams right there, they're going to fight it out to the death. I agree. I and think I, and it's going to come down to what who can who can who can pull I it out. I think if anybody makes a move, uh-huh. I think it's Milwaukee that tries to make that move. But why though? I, I don't know. They're sitting dude. at the two seed. Yeah. They have the same amount of losses as Toronto right now. I think I think when you look at their team versus Boston, Milwaukee has very much defined roles for every player on that team. Okay. They all know their role. They all know what they're supposed to do. They all are they're they're not clamoring over minutes. They're not clamoring over who's starting. Yep. They seem to be pretty set in their ways, and everyone's uh, uh you know doing the job that they have appointed them to do. With Boston, it's a little bit of like oh shit, you know I don't know who to start. Uh, who I don't know who's a two guard, who's a three guard, and as much as we don't want it, you know, NBA is the positionless league this day, these days, which it very much is. It is. And it's not like okay, Gordon, you're the two, Jalen, you're the three, Tatum, you're the four, whatever it is. It's not. It doesn't necessarily need to be that. But when we're talking about minutes, shots, etc., those things are all things that every player needs an understanding of. And it seems like Boston's still working towards that. It's not impossible for them to be successful with this roster, but it just seems like. They may need to make a move in, in order for them to beat someone like Milwaukee, someone like uh, Philly, and someone like Toronto in a, in a seven-game series. I My feeling, I'm with you on that, yeah. but my feeling is they keep it as it is. Okay. And you work with what you what the fuck you got. But you this agree what, that if they if if you could give them uh, Jalen Brown and, let's just say, Aaron Baines for, for Bradley Beal. In a heartbeat. If you're the Celtics, absolutely. In a heartbeat. Like, why wouldn't and you I like that? And I like Jalen Brown. I do, we too. All, we all do. Yeah. But if that if I'm Danny Ainge, then yes, of course. Fucking make I'm that happen. It. If yeah. I can make that absolutely. happen, yes. Let's move on, bro. The the only important game of the day, Drew, yeah. was Lakers at Golden State. Uh, we all waited for this game. This was the most hyped game in the NBA. Uh, average ticket price was $1,200 in the whole arena. Courtside seats average was $62,000. This is Silicon Valley, bro. I get it. But 62, that's a lot of money. That's fucking bullshit, bro. Like, that's more than a lot of people's that's, annual that's salary. More than, homie. Come on, bro. The average income in California is like twenty eight thousand dollars. Not up there. <laughs> Not up there. Do they? I, I, maybe I told you this a little while back, but they have now in in the in the greater region of the Bay Area. <laughs> if you are making less than one hundred thousand dollars as a household You're income, poor. you are below the poverty line poor. in, so, in North. Your poverty, bro. Below the poverty line is less than hundred. Man, this shit is getting ridiculous. Okay, first of all, I'm gonna so let... for for most of them up there, that's a Christmas bonus. I I agree. <laughs> I'm with you on that. But I've said it since day one. Like, dude, the best seat you can have in a basketball game is is from the your the, your couch. From your dude. couch. That's what it is. Thank, we all yeah. waited we, for we this. We all this appreciate was, that. I, this was the rematch of LeBron and and uh, Golden State at Oracle, the hardest place to play. Uh, it was a great game. Up until, it wasn't that hard for the Lakers to play there on well, Christmas dude, they Day. They that much. That ass. Yeah, they okay? got the Warriors got it close Drew, for a little bit, something. but yo, go ahead. I gotta say something, bro. And I brought this up with my pops. I'm watching this game with my pops, and my pops has been with me since day one. I am the biggest Clipper fan of all time. 
I have had uh, so many years of hating the Lakers, okay? <laughs> and I told my pops before tip-off, I'm like, yo, I want the fucking Lakers to win. You rooting for the Lakers? Well, dude, it was weird because you have to you have to step back and really think, okay? What is going to benefit me the most, okay? You and as a Clipper fan. Me as a Clipper fan, me, yeah, but like I'm a LeBron fan too. We all know this. Yep. Uh, I don't. I literally don't hate anybody on the Lakers. I like them from top to bottom. Literally every single. I've said this from day one. I love Rondo. I love uh, uh, LeBron. I'm I'm excited about uh, Lonzo Ingram. I could do without. I like Kuzma. Anyways, like I don't have any hate. And you know what? I don't have any hate for the Golden State Warriors either. Really? Not hate. I love Steph Curry. Yeah. Okay. I hate him when we play him. Right. Okay. I respect Kevin Durant. Yep. I'm not a big fan of Kevin Durant. Right. As, as it's kind of like a Patriot syndrome, dude. Like when you're so good, mm. you always you want to see those people fail. Absolutely. Okay. And I get I get that in my everyday. That makes a lot of sense. It does. Okay. Yeah. And personally, our best friend Jeff Compton, who's listening <laughs> to this episode right now, I wanted Golden State to lose because I'm a bit. We have between us as a group. We have major banter about oh, LeBron yeah. and, and absolutely and oh we do it, yeah, you guys literally it's, have it's very no solid idea. it's very solid we can go we will go weeks without talking to each other over a win or a loss I haven't <laughs> talked to Jeff in two weeks I, it was so hard for me to even say Merry Christmas to him okay <laughs> we haven't talked but I want to talk about this game like the yeah. Lakers came out ball they played really well yeah uh, Clay Thompson looked shook. Clay he, did not have a good game. He hasn't had a few good games. It's okay? been a, a few in a row. Clay's Clay's been a little bit off. The first thing I want to mention, though, and what everybody's talking about is Draymond, and we've been talking about Draymond all season. Yeah. Um. There is app. There is zero respect given to Draymond right now on his jump shot. They are leaving him literally for a reason. Uh, he he's shooting like twelve or fifteen percent from the three. I want him to shoot at this point. As a, right? so, as a Laker fan watching this game. Mm-hmm. This was, you know, it was brought to my attention. I was listening to something on ESPN or something like that where they were talking, they revisited the, the Warriors Rockets series in the playoffs last right. year where where this really started about go ahead, Draymond, please shoot and, and win the game right. for your team because they know when it comes down to it, he's not that good of a shooter. Right. You know, in, 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 in the years that where the Warriors were, were the most successful before they got Kevin Durant, he was in the 30s, 30% from three. He was, you know, anywhere from 32 to 38%, which is Field solid. Goal. No, three point, okay. three point percentage, okay. which is solid. That's, that's a solid three point percentage. I'll take that from my center. From your, yeah, from your fourth, Four, from your fourth option right. on the team. And, and what I, one thing I, when we talk about Draymond shooting threes, it's easy to forget. Uh, that he's not out there shooting threes just in the in the course of their offense. He really is shooting wide open. You're on an island. Three point shots, right? And that's where he was shooting thirty two to thirty eight percent in the last two years. That have that has been completely nose diving. We're talking about last year he was in the twenties, uh, and then this year it is horrific from three point range. And he again, the, he's not taking challenge three point no. shots. Because if there's anyone even within two feet, he's swinging it to the next man who's a knockdown three-point shooter on their team, whether that's Clay, Steph, or Dre, or, or, or KD. And this year, they're treating him like they used to treat Rajon Rondo yeah. on, on the Celtics. Yeah, it's like, dude, I'm gonna be, Rubio. I'm gonna be at the at the at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. You go ahead and shoot that if you'd like, Take because it. we're gonna go ahead and rebound that, and we're gonna run the other way. So please shoot the ball. If I'm, I'm, I might have my stats wrong though. I, I think he airballed three last night. That would not surprise I, me. And, and they're calling him backpack Dre. 
Because it looks, it looks like, like he's wearing a fucking backpack that's when been, he's shooting. That's been a nickname of his since he came in the league. Backpack Dre? Yes. And I love that nickname because it, it absolutely does look like he's shooting. It, it, he looks like the kid that came out of the third period class onto the onto the blacktop at recess. He's got his backpack on. He's playing three He's on just three. chucking threes on because he got his shoulders way up. His ar- his back is arched. That's always been his form. And I don't necessarily want to nece- like make him readdress his form. But there's clearly something going wrong with his jump I shot. Think it's, I think with Dre, it's all confidence. I think he, uh, as much as he wants to say that, he said in an interview the other night, like, um, he said, okay, they can back up on me, but I'm going to get my shot. Yeah, it'll gonna, come. Yeah, the, it'll come. But guess what? It's not coming, bro. It ain't there this yet. It looks broke. It ain't there Dre. yet. And if you're the nucleus of this team, which everybody says he is, and if you want, let me tell you this, Dre. If you're listening to this podcast, if you want that $150 million that you think you're going to get, if you think Golden State is going to re-sign you and you're shooting this bullshit. That ain't happening. It ain't happening, bro. Yeah, you better now, get up above 18% from three. Come on, dude. I, when you need to be at the very least, you need to be at 30. Towards that end, the end of that game, bro, yeah. when they literally backed off of him, like, yeah. like this dude had fucking uh, uh, Ebola. Ebola. Yes, sir. Okay, the, the swine flu. Right. All of that. He second SARS. guessed. Like he would, he he took a hezzy and then he he thought looked about around, it, looked, looked around, around yeah. and then passed the rock. I don't want it. He knows it's not falling. I want to tell you a stat though, bro. Tell me something. And I, you know, I, you know, I like Steph. I love Steph. Steph's you, the best. I'm gonna say this, dude. Last uh, it was Christmas night. I think it was something like Steph brought twenty or twenty five kids from the boys and girls club. They sat courtside. They all got a new pair of his shoes. They were all signed. Steph's the best. Steph, you are the fucking best. You're. you're we can't hate you, bro. No. Okay. We can hate how good He's you great. are. He's great. Great at all aspects you're great. of life. But I want to, you know what he's not great at, bro? What's he not great at? Christmas Day game. Oh, no. I want to read you these stats. Okay, all right. And I don't know if any of you guys have heard these stats before. Steph Curry, in seven Christmas Day games, that's seven years he played. Right. How many years has he been in the NBA? I think he's on his 10th. 10th? Okay, so he's played in seven Christmas Day games. He's three and four. Okay. Not great, not bad. Three wins, four losses. Three wins, four losses. That's not good. In Christmas Day games, he shot 21% from three. Ooh. 29% from field goal. Oh, no. He's averaged 12 points a game on Christmas. Uh, Drew, is that not crazy? Uh, that's weird. Right? That's, I mean, especially for him, right? Wait, that, that That's a really good stat. Right? That's a really good stat. Right? 12 points a game, and he's shooting under 30% from the field. From the field. On Christmas. So let me, let me, I have, I have the box score here. So let me take a peek at what he did. Well, okay, right. So in this Christmas Day game, he played 37 minutes. He had 15 points. He shot five of 17 from the free, from the field, from, from the entire field at 29.4%. Perfect. And from three, he was two of eight for twenty five percent. What is that? Twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. Makes So sense. he's up. He's up a little bit on the three point mm-hmm. uh, on the three point percentage there on that day. <laughs> that, but right. that speaks to exactly what you're talking about. That's that's very surprising. I wonder what that's about. Maybe it's the Christmas of the night before. Maybe it's it can't be like the stage because the guys play. No, the guy he's not worried about it. It's not that. It's one of those days. And honestly, dude, yeah, and I'm not. Clay Thompson's with best shooters I've ever seen in my life. But like the past few games, like, dude, when you see Clay Thompson draw nothing but backboard on a couple, that's weird. We've seen he was shooting kind of well. So Clay in that game only had five points, right? 
the previous game he had 12. Right. The game before that he had 14, okay. and he was out here averaging 24 points okay, a game. so then what's going on? For this on? season, he's averaging 21 points a game, and yet in the last three games, something's, something's been a little off. So what I'm looking at, though, Drew, with all, all that shit that we just said. Yes. Even in that game, and, uh, you know, you look at the bench, you look at Draymond's reactions, you look at Clay, uh, his facial expressions, mm. just during a lot mm. of this shit. I think there's something wrong, dog. I know, I know they're I know they're the best team in basketball. Right. Everybody's counting on Boogie coming back. Even Boogie didn't say shit on the bench. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, Boogie, that was an ugly game. That was, was just it. Just you chalked that. I mean, if if I'm a Warriors fan, and I know Jeff Compton's going to look at this this way, mm-hmm. if you look at that game, you just chalked that one up to a well, fuck it, we didn't play so well. Okay. If you had to guess who the leading scorer for the Warriors was that night, who would you guess? Looney. No, that's a good guess, but it's not him. It was. I'll give Looney. you one more. Iggy. Iggy. 20, he was 23 there. points, Andre Iguodala. And he shows up. He shows up when, the, when, it, when it matters. He outscored Kevin Durant, <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. He did it. He was the only one who had 23 points. Durant had 21. But outside of that. Quiet as fuck, though. What's 21? He had, Kevin Durant had, had 20 at the, in the Clipper game the night before, Kevin two didn't, before. Kevin didn't play a whole lot. I mean, they were, I mean he, well, hold on a second. He played 30, on, 37 dude. minutes. He only shot 13 times. Kevin Durant only shot the ball 13 That's times. That's Kevin Durant's fault. That's somebody's fault, and it may be Kevin Durant's. I mean, Looney shot nine times, okay, and Kevin Durant shot thirteen. Look, what, what what beat the Warriors that night was the uh, aggressiveness and the intensity of the Los Angeles Lakers. Mm. When when LeBron went and LeBron was playing, so a really this is good what game we too. need to talk about. I mean, I think this you is the headline. The, the headline of this game is mm. that LeBron James got injured for the first time in 156 games. Mm-hmm. He's played 156 consecutive games. This man never gets hurt, Drew. And you saw everybody saw he pulled his groin. You, he was talking to the trainer and said, "I felt something pop." Yep, and he's going to be out for two weeks. Right? Well, we, he's day to day. Let's just say the the official report is that he's day to day. Calm down, two weeks over here. I'm saying two weeks. Yeah, well, that's probably fair. Right. But okay. he's out. He's he's definitely out for tomorrow's game against the Kings on mm-hmm. the Thursday. Okay, which is fine. Clippers like, Friday. Fucking, Thank you. We have we have some good games coming up as yes. far as like we can relax. Like the Clippers are not a team we want to relax against. But you know we have the, we play the Kings twice in the next couple of days. We play the Knicks coming up. Like there's some games we have an Oklahoma City game that I would love to see him back for. But obviously we're not going to rush him back. But that was the biggest. I mean, especially at that point, at that stage in the third quarter, the Lakers are up pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron goes out with an injury. The, the Warriors make a surge. They brought that lead all the way down to two points during mm-hmm. that span. And then the Lakers respond. This was the this was the part as a Laker fan that I was extremely excited about. Having that lead cut to two in Golden State at their home at yes. Oracle Arena yes. on Christmas Day, yes. everyone the house is rocking. The Laker fans show up in in Northern California. Though. That's they the did. one thing I will say. There were seven Laker of them fans. Up there. Laker fans always show up in Northern California. <laughs> you did. got a lot more Laker fans than you want to know than Warrior fans out in Oracle Arena when the Lakers show I up. I agree. So I was I was pleasantly surprised by that, but. The fact that we were able to hold on to that, and you mentioned Rajon Rondo, who's a big he, part of that. He had 15 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists. But, he, had, he had an amazing game. The fact that we were able to hold off the Warriors' surge in the third quarter. Warriors are definitely a third-quarter team. Mm-hmm. We were able to hold that off and then expand our lead in the fourth quarter. That was fantastic. The, and the way Without that, LeBron. No, I agree. That and was that, huge. That shows like the tenacity of your team. That yes. shows the heart of your team. Yes. Um, I think being on Christmas Day and being in Oracle and being against Steph and Clay and KD, like I think that adds to it. Uh, we really got to see. I'm a big, big Rajon Rondo fan. The way he scored his 15 points were huge. Mm. They weren't easy buckets. Mm. He even hit a three, 
And when he shot, I was with my pops watching. The he game. did. He hit. A three. He, he hit a nice three. <laughs> but there was there was two or three. Drew, I'm not even bullshitting you. Like this dude took it to the lane on Clay, and I'm saying like off the glass layup. He's got the he's got the English. He's, he's got, got the English. Yeah, he's 100%. got yeah, yeah. He's got the English. But our boy Zabak, Zobak. His how, name is Ivan Zubac. Zubac. Okay, Croatia's finest. I love Zubac. This dude wasn't scared of anything. The last three games, what was it, Drew? Like 18? So in this game, he had 18 points, right. 11 boards. Right. Massive. What were, what Massive. were the last three? Massive. The, the previous games, uh, the we, we took a loss against Memphis. I don't really want to talk about okay, that. Okay, not about the loss. What about He Drew? had 19 points in that game. And then the previous game before that against the Pelicans, when we need a big to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had 16 points, 11 boards. We've been rotating our bigs, right? We're finally getting Moritz Wagner in there. We're getting Ivan Zubac. We're getting Tyson. Your boys V played. We're getting Javale. We're getting, we're getting, we're getting our bigs in the game to see what they can do with the squad. I like this. This is where we don't talk. We, we we always end up talking about Luke Walton in a negative sense. But this is what I like to see. Yes. It's middle of the season. You want to explore this roster. You want to <laughs> see what people can do in, especially in big time games like this. You put Zubats out there. He had himself a day. He shot nine of ten from the field, and he didn't look shook at all. Drew. No, like, just his whole poise and his. I he was about, good to go. I talk about poise a lot on this show. Yes, defensively though, arms up, not yep. fouling, right, blocking shots, yep. making the right, making the right play. Rajon, I watched Rajon. There was a, it was a jump ball, bro. It was between Rajon and fucking, I don't even remember who the other guy was. But Rajon, the whole fucking time, all he's doing is pointing at everybody and telling everybody where they need to be. Mm. If LeBron's not in the game, Rajon's the guy that needs to be running the show. I don't see Lonzo doing that. Okay, well, I don't. and uh, that's, I mean, yes, that's that's inherent okay. though. Lonzo, Lonzo knows where his, Lonzo knows exactly where he stands in this in this team. And Rondo is very much like you saw it when he was out. He was like a, essentially a fucking uh, an, an assistant coach while he was out there. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, Rondo knows what to do when it comes to these certain times. Lonzo's learning this. And I couldn't be happier uh, that he's learning from both Rondo yes. and LeBron. Yes, like, if, I mean, as a, as a fan of Lonzo Ball, he didn't have the best night last night. Uh, which is fine, uh, but again, he it, it's it's very much a learning situation for him. So when he's seeing Rondo do this, he's seeing the way that Le- LeBron has been playing over the last year. This is all great for him. Where do you see real quick? We're going to end with the Lakers right now. Not end, but I want to yeah, yeah. finish the Laker talk. The next five games: Sacramento, Clippers, Sacramento, OKC, Knicks. If you're out with if, if LeBron's out, the next five games. Uh, what do you realistically think, and what do you want for the next five? Realistically, games? I think we'll go two and three. Two and three. I think we'll probably lose one of those games to the Kings. Okay. Um, ideally, we'll do we'll do like three and two, four and one. That's what you'd like. Uh, I mean, I I don't see us if LeBron's not playing. I don't. I really don't see us beating the the Thunder if okay. LeBron is not playing, and I and mm. I don't really see us beating the Clippers. A matter of fact, it's gonna be a good game. It's at it's at home. It's at your spot. Well, home it's is home. home. I know, is home. but it's a Laker home game. But yeah, I so I ideally three and two really sounds pretty good to me. We we beat the Kings twice. Mm-hmm. We lose to the Clippers. We lose to the OKC. And we beat the Knicks. Uh, most likely, I think we'll be two and three. We'll, okay, we'll, we'll take one game against the Kings. Uh, we'll probably beat the Knicks, and we might lose to the Clippers. Time will tell. We never. It, 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 it's been a while since LeBron's been injured, and he, you know, he's going to be coaching on the sideline. This too, is what dude. I'm going to say about this time right now. It's it, it couldn't honestly. When you talk about an injury, yeah, and and it and we're we're also as Laker fans, we're very lucky that it wasn't more serious because when he went out, I thought it was a serious thing. I thought he may have put like like. Literally, he said he, it I, I thought he may have torn his groin muscle yeah. and then out for like a really extended period of time. Chris so we're Paul. all very happy. 
be, yeah. uh, that, that it was, you know, just a strain. What I will say is that it could not have happened at a better time. Yes. So Brandon Ingram's back from his little injury outing that he had. Let's let's see let's see what the guys got without LeBron. So this might what what you're saying though, and and Rappaport said this on on uh, Cowherd today. Oh, is basically what you said. Oh yeah. Is it's it this is the best time for him to go down. Let's see what the rest of the yeah. squad is made of. Right. Alonzo and Rondo. This is your squad. Go play together. Let's see what you can do. Ingram, right. if you're going to be the scoring guy. Who's yeah. if you want to be the man, like let's see what the fuck happens. Who's gonna step up? And it's either gonna be really good or it's gonna be really bad. Either way, you know, it's a learning We're, experience. We are playing very much like a team. Yes. Like even so even when LeBron is is playing, when he goes off the floor, our team is doing quite well. Uh, we're playing we team, we're, we're playing team basketball. Mm-hmm. So this is good as far as I'm concerned uh, with the development part and, and then the team chemistry aspect. So this could be really good for you in the I, long run. As long as LeBron can be back within the two weeks that you're talking about, I'll be more than happy. I think it's going to be more than two weeks personally, but that just is what it is. Uh, before we end, I want to talk about James Harden really fast. Bro. Jesus, I mean, man, guy, this, what a run he's been on. This fucking guy. Rockets are in the seventh spot right now, finally. Like we've been talking shit about them They've all year. They've jumped up. They're only jumping up because of Harden. Uh, last seven games, Drew. I'm I'm, I'm going to read Go these numbers. Up. Okay, last seven games: forty-one, five, and seven; thirty-nine, four, and ten; thirty-five, six, and twelve; thirty-five, three, and nine; forty-seven, six, and five; thirty-two, twelve, and ten; fifty, ten, and eleven. This dude is fucking killing it right now. If he's all not, without Chris Paul, none. I think Chris Paul hasn't played in a single one of those seven games that you mentioned, and they are literally riding him. Two victories you right have now. Two. That's all they got. They you signed your boy Austin Rivers. They did. They're they're so injured that they had Way to go. go to the, Austin. They had to go to the depths of the NBA waiver free agency Shut up, list. They need a guard, bro. They needed a guard so badly that they didn't even call Jimmer for debt. They called Austin Rivers. My boy Drew thought Austin would be playing in China right now. I think Austin Fuck thought. You, I think Austin thought he was going to be playing well, in China right now. Everybody needs a point guard, bro. Man, that's let's, for sure. Let's keep an eye on Houston. You know, talking to my referee friend who. We can't talk about, but right. we had been discussing the travel call and whatnot. Yeah, the James and, Harden travel. Yeah, but you know what, dude? He didn't do one that egregious. And no, <laughs> since it was, then and that's the he hasn't done now. any of that since he didn't do the double step back. No, there's no, you know, there's no. He's double been doing step his back, normal step back, which everybody's doing now too. So, uh, on a, on a side note, yeah, Harden, you're killing the game. Keep doing what you do. Probably Congratulations, the hard, probably the best. My dad, player. I think my dad has a new. Uh, least favorite player and his name is James Harden. Oh my god, people! Hate my James dad Harden. cannot stand the flop. Every time he yeah. goes to gather the ball yeah. to go to the rim, the refs call a foul I every know. time. They call it every time so, he goes. And my dad goes. I don't know how he's not averaging forty points a game because uh, he's he's shooting nineteen free throws a game and he should be making every single one of them. Your father is preaching to the choir. Okay? Yeah, but when you speak to NBA officials, right. And that is the way the NBA wants the that's what game I say. officiated. Yeah, that's what I say. Then I, it is what it is, bro. It's like you can't hate on him because it, when when he does go to the line, he does that whole like every we, we posted a picture on it. Yeah, someone someone uh, grazed his hip, and it looked like he got shot. Uh, so like it when when and outside of that, when he does go to the line and there's someone there and they're moving because the game happens on the move. And he just runs right into him and throws the ball up somewhere. They have to call a foul. It sucks hey, bro. because the defender is hopeless at that point. He's not. The how defend- do you defend? The, 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 what is? That's right. How do you defend? The then? defender can't 
he can't he literally can't get into position to take a charge right and he also he's just in his space with his hands up right. moving so it's going to be a block every time i guess that's just how it, that's how they decided it so but from for the referee standpoint and yeah. from the nba standpoint that's obviously what they want but i will tell you this dude it is it's getting really boring watching games yeah it's getting really boring seeing look dude this is this this is for all the up and coming hoopers. If you can draw a foul in the NBA, go to the free throw line. Get you can get fifteen points a game. Go bro. to the free get, throw get to, line. They, that's all Doc Rivers has been preaching to Tobias. Well, you Harris. guys, the Clippers, we're talking about now. They have to be honestly one of the best free throw shooting teams I've ever seen. We are. It's an assembly of guys that shoot above eighty five percent from do you the think, line. Do you think that's a Jerry West or Doc? R- like, dude, Lou Williams, Gallo. Tabat. I think it. I think that's a happy surprise it, because I. I don't think it's necessarily something that when you looked at when you traded Blake, you were like, I want Tobias because he shoots eighty four percent from the line. Right. I think it just happened to work that way. But don't you think now analytically, if you're really looking at it like that, like. People have to be able to shoot free throws. We can't now. Montrez, you guys have won probably seven games because free your free throws, yeah. your free throws, or are, the ability to get to the free throw line. Sure. So I, that's where the game's going. I think there needs to be changes, bro, because mm-hmm. it's making fifty-five fouls called in the game before the clip. Uh, and I don't even want to talk about it much, but the Clippers played Golden State a uh, uh, couple nights ago, Sunday night, yeah, right, right. Uh, and it was a great fucking game. It was a that great That went down to the wire. Homie, we set the record. We had th- we were 13 for 15 three-pointers in the first and half. And still lost the game. <laughs> still lost the game. Still lost the game. Right, so that's 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 why I think as a Warrior fan, mm-hmm. you look at that game and you go like, we beat this team that was red right. fucking hot. Right. And then we come out flat on Christmas Day. Look, dude, I, I, I know it. I, I try to be as uh, unbiased oh, yeah. as possible on our on our instagram page and whatnot dude i'm the first one to tell you the warriors are the best team in the nba like it's kind of like beating the bulls back in the day if you beat the bulls it's a fucking come up everybody celebrate yeah you celebrate if you can hit like fucking doc the fact that we that we made 13 of 15 three-pointers in the first half that's amazing fantastic tobias was on fire gallo was on fire it was a really good game, and I think it comes down to free throws. The first, the first half, uh, Kevin Durant got there sixteen times, dog. Yeah, like get the fuck out of here. There it is. There that's it, exactly what we, that's full circle, right? That's there. we couldn't have is. ended it any better than that. Uh, we're we're coming into. Uh, do you have anything else to say, bro? Like I'm so heated. Holy right shit! Now. Happy New Year! Uh, hey, Merry Christmas to everybody! Happy New Year! Kwanzaa is today. It started if you, today. If you celebrate Kwanzaa, when does Festivus start? Happy Festivus? I think that's been happening for... Did it already start? I think that's been happening. Festivus is upon us. <laughs> hey, um, shout out to everybody that's just been... Literally everything that we say you guys are doing. Keep sending us screenshots. Yeah, that's our just, favorite, by the oh way. Oh my God, I love it. It's I can't the best. Even keep up. It's the best. Thank you to everybody that's been doing that. Uh, keep doing it. Send us screenshots if you listen to the episode. We work really hard on this shit. We have a lot of plans for 2019. We want to take over the game. I think there's a... Uh, Drew, I really think that there's a... There's a piece of the pie that me and you are going to get, dude. I think uh, it's getting kind of saturated with a lot of bullshit out there. I think a lot. Yeah, of there's people- a lot of options. So, I mean, uh, to that point, we do want to thank you because there is a lot of options out yeah. there when it comes to getting your NBA news, your coverage, and just your, your good takes. So we, we appreciate you rocking with us. Uh, amongst uh, the crowd there there is a big crowd and when i say we're a true players podcast we really are nba basketball is our life and we're going to go into 2019 with so much passion our energy is going to be so real drew and we're cutting off everybody else that ain't giving us the energy that's right okay but you know who's bringing me energy this week oh i got a song for you bro you got one oh i got a song for you it's our homie rich homie kwan yes 
foot soldier. Uh-oh. I just let this shit run. Vibe out. Ring in the new year with this one, all right? It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. We're ghosts. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I put in work, I was a foot soldier, was a leg runner Better invest, you can't hustle forever, put them fed coming When in my partner go, I bet I should've said something Play dead on them, they tried to rob on me, fled on them I keep that 30 in the Bible by the bed, homie Last situation, got a little bloody, left a little red on them No more handouts, I'm done with it, can't help you, nigga In this game called life, you know every man for they self, nigga Talk to him, Every man for they said it with my people tell me. Blood sucking ticks, trying to keep the leeches off me. Spread look alone, trying to keep the reef off me. Multiplying in the bitch with my teacher tell me. Celebrating life every day, kick shit on another level. Can't do it by myself, me and my team had to come together. And we may have differences, but we talking about you amongst the fellas. Standing in the driveway, being Monte with a bunch of hitters. How put in work, I was a foot soldier, was a leg runner. Better invest, you can't hustle forever, put them fed coming When in my partner go, I bet I should've said something Play dead on them, they tried to rob on me, fled on them I keep that 30 in the Bible by the bed, homie Last situation, got a little bloody, left a little red on them No more handouts, I'm done with it, can't help you, nigga In this game called life, you know every man for they self, nigga I why my partner go broke, he was up a whole man so many times I ain't got no feelings When I talk to a man, look him in his eye That's how you know I'm serious And I know I'm different, I'm so ambitious I go and get it Counting that money, ain't need no assistance Nah, I'm Michael Jordan, you a Scotty Pimpin' If I don't get the message Then it's questions what they still asking Looking at my bling, count my rings Phil Jackson I put in work, I was a foot soldier was a leg runner Better invest, you can't hustle forever Put them fed coming my partner go, I bet I should've said something Play dead on them, they tried to rob on me, fled on them I keep that 30 in the back